Welcome to Two Guys That Talk Sports. Here are Drew and Brad. Brad. Yo. Today's a sad, sad day. I feel like morning. Life is like, a sad time. It's just yeah. bad. It's bad for everybody. This is not, guys, listening. This is this isn't a happy, cheerful podcast. We have a funeral today. We have a funeral for all uh, people who cheer for teams that uh, you know that are in the state of Georgia. Um, not all of them. Well, yeah, not all of them. them. The Hawks didn't but lose Georgia, today. So yeah, that's true. But Georgia Tech got beat the shit out of by fucking God, they Clemson. Did. God, they God did. Look, look, I ain't gonna lie. Like after <laughs> after it was seven to nothing, then Georgia Georgia Tech scored that long play. Yeah. I was like, maybe they got something. They didn't have anything. <laughs> that was tough. It made me so happy. That was and tough. then I turned on the television, you know, and I saw Georgia get their ass beat by fucking. I want to say something about this game, okay? Going ahead, because I got nothing to say about it, because Georgia sucks. Well, fuck you. Um, excuse me for my friends, but screw you. Um, that was English. That was English, not French. Uh, Whatever, um, but you know, like with we had two pass interference calls. Two that was like what the one like the the cornerback. I'm explaining it to you, Brad. The cornerback pushed this guy out of bounds. Okay, like he was trying try to catch the ball. Okay, and he was already out of bounds, and he like didn't shove him or anything like that. He was just you know like making him go out of bounds. You know, like so just he, like you said he pushed like, him. But I didn't, didn't mean push. I, I, I didn't mean push. I meant like, like he like kind of like was in his way, and yeah. the only way he he could land was out of bounds. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say. Like how how is that, like, how was that? I guess what I'm trying to say. Pass interference. Well, you see, this will be a hot take, but I equate. Alabama to Carolina basketball, you gotta mm-hmm. when you when you play Alabama you got you gotta beat a lot more than eleven guys on the field. Um, when you play Carolina basketball, mm-hmm. you gotta beat eight guys on the court. Um, <laughs> I, I see, I you, you're gonna that. have to you're all you're <laughs> you're always gonna have to play over your head and clean completely clean hundred percent clean mm-hmm. if you if you're gonna beat them and that's just how it is that's how it's always gonna be. Cause like, dude, like what the way the play looked, like it, it didn't matter if you cheered for any other team. If you were watching that game, and you saw that there was a PI call, you'd have been like, "What the absolute heck is going on here?" Like it doesn't make any sense. Like why is this guy getting a PI call? And of course, Alabama's gonna score because they got the ball at the two yard line. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, and they're Alabama, so <sighs> I mean, it's tough. Yeah. At least we got moved to four though in the AP poll, so I'm not too. Well, I mean, sad about we learned nothing about Georgia because Auburn lost a bad game. Yeah. Kentucky lost bad, uh, not Kentucky. Uh, Tennessee lost bad. So mm-hmm. has Georgia really played anybody? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what to do with it anymore, honestly. I don't know. So it's so hard. It's so hard 
pulling for a team, and they just let you down. You have plenty yeah. of experience it's, in it. It's tough. It's tough pulling for a team that's always ranked in the top ten, that only loses once, one or two games a year, maybe. It's tough, isn't it? I mean, yeah, because you face Alabama. I can't help that our recruiting and our coaching is spot on. I can't help that, you know, there's only like two top, you know, power five teams in the state of Georgia instead yeah, of like 30 like, or four, like, like North Carolina. Like what I'm saying, though, is nobody feels sorry for you. They should because we face Alabama every year and always lose. When was the last time y'all played Alabama that wasn't in a championship game? I mean, that's true. Maybe that's maybe that's the only reason Georgia gets to the SEC championship game is because they're not in the West. Oh, I agree with you. If we were in the well, the only team that we'd have, I feel like LSU, depending on every other year, yeah, we would beat. Um, I would feel like A and M. A and M would beat. Like the only team, only teams that I could see ourselves like really, really, really like doing bad at is is uh, Auburn. I mean Auburn, uh, Alabama. I'll Sorry. say Georgia does play Auburn every year. Yeah, but I bet Alabama. Mm-hmm. Like if we played Alabama every year, I feel like that would make our um, like that would make our our. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Like, you know how like, you say like you make your team better by like playing like hard teams? Yeah. Or, but, so, so you, but there's a word for it, but I can't think of the word. Being battle-tested um, being battle tested is what you're trying to yeah, get Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean. Exactly. 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 I mean, um, you can say that, but like I'll equate this because me being an ACC guy, I can talk more about basketball because – AC is better in basketball, but like playing Duke and Carolina twice a year doesn't make state much better. That's just four losses. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like no, I agree. I agree with you. I mean, can, do you want to talk? Do you want me to talk about your teams? I don't even want to talk about it, man. It's it's just like like you know when you get kicked and you're down and then they keep kicking you and then. Somebody else comes and takes a kick at you. Mm. And then, like, the guy that you thought wasn't going to kick you ended up kicking you anyway. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because this, this was a terrible weekend for me, personally, sports-wise. Mm-hmm. Starts off mm-hmm. state with the Duke game. They struggle first half, dominated the second half, but you got your quarterback breaks his leg. Now he's out four mm-hmm. to six, four to eight weeks, broken fibula, with Carolina next weekend. Yeah, so. and then Carolina got their ass beat by Florida State. I, I wouldn't well, say they didn't not, get their I, ass I, beat. Well, it's just a shocking upset. I'll put they that. they they had a rough first half, and then second half it was it was too late. It was too late. Oh, it wasn't even too late. They just dropped passes when they could have won the game. The game was in their hands. Yeah, that's true. They dropped three straight passes that could have been at least field goal range. But getting back to, like, my terrible weekend, mm-hmm. um, you got State, the broken leg. And, like, I, I watched the whole Georgia-Alabama game, but I don't remember what happened because mm-hmm. I was on Twitter checking about Devin Leary, making sure, <laughs> trying to see if he was okay. 
Then the How news, bad was it? Was it like an Alex Smith like? It's a it's a bitch. It's a broken fibula. He's already had surgery. He's good. Um, and he'll be back hopefully for a bowl game if they have bowls this year. Oh wow! So you so you, they think he's so. You remember that guy? I think it was last year from UFC, the quarterback that like I think broke the. Um, McKin- Mackenzie oh. Mitchell is that his name? Yeah, yeah, something like UCF? that. UCF. No, it wasn't that bad. Oh, it wasn't okay. that bad. Okay. Um, what so happened? This was horrible. Gosh. What What happened? He was getting tackled, like drugged down on a scramble, and a guy actually came in high and hit him in the head, and they called targeting, mm. and uh, it was confirmed. Guy Guy got kicked out, but. His legs got wrapped underneath the other guy, mm-hmm. and it snapped. Mm-hmm. But then after that, I'm checking that. I, I, I watched most of the Carolina and Florida State game. I didn't watch a whole lot of Georgia. No, I watched a good bit of Georgia, uh, Alabama. I was flipping back and forth. Mm-hmm. And uh, But then the continuous collapse of my Atlanta teams, man. Well, the craziest thing was Atlanta was up 3-1. Like, all they had to do was just win one game against the Dodgers. Yeah, but it it gets a little deeper than that. Like the Braves starting right. pitching, uh, losing Mike Soroka, like week two of the season to that torn Achilles. That that mm-hmm. they never got over that really. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they were. Do you, if, think, do you think if they had him, that would make a oh, difference? That would have made a huge difference. He was their ace. Like Freed mm-hmm. ended up being the ace, but Soroka, Soroka almost won the Cy Young last year. He was he was dominant last year, and not to have him, that that pulled the starting pitching down, and that didn't really wear the bullpen out because they got a really good bullpen. Mm-hmm. Um, but last night they just could not could not throw strikes, and they're nit they're nipping at the plate. And well, when, I felt like y'all had like every chance to win the game too. Um, well, after after it was it was four three in like the eighth inning, I was like, "Oh man, they're gonna score a run," nah, and it just didn't happen. No, it, it uh, after Urias came in, Urias came in, they he was he had a perfect seventh eighth and ninth, no no base runners whatsoever. Yeah. Um. After he's he's, he, he's really good. After he he, Mookie robbed Freddie. That's when I said mm-hmm. the game's over because all the momentum had swung. And. It wasn't very good. <laughs> um, you talking about once he hit that solo shot? No, or... he he had he had hit it deep to right, and uh, Mookie timed that oh. jump perfect, and and robbed him. That would have tied it up. Yeah, that would have tied it up four four. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you're talking I, about for for Atlanta. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Man. Still, still proud of the Braves. I mean, they they accomplished more than I thought they would after Soroka got hurt. Yeah, um, no, they did. They, they did. They did very well. No, the fu- right. the future's right. bright though. Add add Soroka to that that rotation. Bryce Wilson takes a step forward. Ian Anderson pitched excellent this postseason. Um, do you see them going back to the same like championship, or do you think that like this this bubble kind of or not bubble well not really bubble but whatever this was. Do you think this was in their favor? What do you mean? Like, do you think, like, certain teams excelled well by not having, like, fans or not having, like, I don't, um, at the end of the day, like, I don't think that mattered because look at who's playing in the World Series. The number one seed is playing the number one seed in the National League and American League. 
like yeah, the best the best the best teams won out and like even going down back to the the CS's uh the Braves were the 2 seed in the National League and the Astros were bad all year but they've just been to two straight World Series so mm. no not two straight they were they were in one two years ago mm. but no they may who, who did the Nationals beat last year they beat the Astros no, they didn't do the Astros last year. Um, okay, quiet. It's on the tip of my tongue. I can't think of it. It's irrelevant. Anyway, good teams. Water finds its level. And if you're good, it doesn't matter if you're playing in a bubble or playing with no fans. The better team's going to win. Just like we got to the NBA bubble. Like, yeah, the heat caught fire and got hot, but who won the championship? The team that was the best all season. The, You're the right. Lakers. It was the Astros, and they beat them, and and, and uh, it led them to a game six. Okay, I You're right. So. I thought so. Because that was the year after the whole entire. No, yeah. that was the same year with the cheating scandal. Yeah, it was. It was both uh, years. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they beat the, they beat the Dodgers. Yeah, so that's why ago. I was co- that's why I was confused. That's why I was confused because yeah. I was like, I forgot the Dodgers was like they played them and i was like i couldn't remember if the cheating scandal was two years ago or a year ago yeah um but it ended up being it was two years ago but they ended up investigating last year yeah that was the the best thing about it was seeing everybody on twitter like the astros are so close to winning the aocs like they had they need that one little push over the top Mm-hmm. They're talking about the trash cans. They needed the yeah. little help. Yeah, yeah, I got but it. No, I, no uh, the game of the year that I wanted to see was fucking the Dodgers versus the Astros, like the very first time they met this yeah. year. Oh, man, that was epic. It was so funny because, like, was it Joe Kelly or Jim Kelly or, you know, what the pitcher for the Dodgers that got suspended? What was his name? That wore the glasses? Um, Joe Kelly. Was it Joe Kelly? Yeah, he's the one that got suspended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many games did he get suspended for? Because I feel like he didn't pitch at all. Uh, the... I don't remember. Well, he didn't pitch at all this this time against the Braves, yeah. did he? Uh, for the Dodgers? Uh, I don't for remember. the Dodgers, yeah. I don't yeah, remember seeing him. I don't remember seeing him. Yeah, I don't either. I'm serious. I'm serious. I, I don't remember seeing him. Yeah, um, but no, Brad, it's tough. I'll, I want to bring up a segment, um, guys, for, for this. Don't get mad at us about this segment, but Brad already knows that we're going to talk about it. It's about being fans of teams, right? Um, fans of teams that keep on losing, right? Is it okay for those fans to jump to different teams. Like, let's say, for instance, you're a Atlanta Falcons fan. Yes. You're you're used to losing games. Is it okay? Hold on, hold on. (laughs) Let me finish before you Uh, chime in. I know, I know. But is it okay for you to then be like, fuck this, I'm done, I'm tired of being this fan for this team, tired of paying all this money for memorabilia, and I, I just want to jump to a different team. Is that okay? It depends. There, there, there are different opinions on this. And the way I feel is that 
if you have suffered through several years of punishment, it's okay to change, but don't start going back as soon as they start winning. Don't, if you choose another team, don't jump somewhere else three years later. Like, stick with that new team. Yeah. Like if, for instance, uh, like, like say. Oh, I got a good example for you. I got a good example, I've got a, right? I've got a great example, but you can go ahead with yours. It's like, I'll put it myself in my perspective. I switched from deep going to Carolina. Just, that's, uh, that's unforgivable, but continue. For, 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 for being, you know, a good sport and jumping to my wife's team. Anyways. Unforgivable. Um, Brad, just stop. Just stop. I know what you're about to say. <laughs> just go ahead and mute yourself and get it all out. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, if I muted the Discord, it was still popping in the podcast, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, no, but um, I never forget when Duke got Zion. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, it made me want to cheer for Zion so bad. Because he's a he's a freak, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. You couldn't see me buying memorabilia for Duke. You couldn't see me like, you know, putting on my Instagram or Facebook Duke Duke stuff. Because people will be like, "What the fuck? I thought you were a Carolina fan." Yeah, when you when when I knew you, I guess you're a different person now. But when I knew you, you were a Duke fan. Exactly, and I, I would say I'm, a, I'm I'm the same person, just here for a different team. But the, but but that is what I'm saying to you. You're right, Brad. Like you're 100 percent nailed it right on the head. You said, like if you switch, you know, you better make sure your damnedest that you do not go back to the team that you know is doing good now. Yeah. So if you like like you said, like if you if you so you're a Atlanta Falcons fan. Well, let's say, for instance, you want to be, I don't know, what's a good team? 49ers. I, I'm, I'm never, well, I mean, okay, we're not talking about me, we're talking in general. I'm just saying in general. Yeah, I know you say you'll never be like a 49ers fan, but I'm just saying, like, God forbid, you want to switch to a 49ers fan, right? The 49ers start sucking, end up trading away, getting Jimmy Garoppolo. George Kittle retires. Like, Nick Bosa is being traded. Like, all that shit like that. Like no, no cap. Uh, there's a forty. There's a forty niners helmet sitting right next to me. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying. Like, it's just like, what do you do? You've been, a, you've been, you, but you made that switch. Because when I first met you, you were a forty niners fan. No, I never no. knew. Yes, okay. you no. were. No, can like okay, like when you first met me, that was right after my dad had died, and he was a forty niners fan. That's right. And I was still living on that. And I still pull for the Niners, but I'm not a Niners fan. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. So yeah. you had to, yeah, you had to explain. Okay. That's fine. I didn't mean to, we didn't mean to, well, guys, this is, like I said, this is a funeral episode, Brad. When you title this, title it the funeral. Like, I've got a, I've got a lot of Niners stuff hanging up. That is but not I'm a just, Niners fan. But I'm just saying, like, that doesn't mean anything, though. But, but it just it means that you used to cheer for them. Because you're dad, and then now you switch to being an Atlanta Falcons fan. I never switched. And... I never switched to being an Atlanta Falcons fan. So what did um, you do? When I was 11 years old, I saw Michael Vick, and 
that's so 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 you always you always liked you always liked the Atlanta Falcons. Yes. Got it. Okay. Um, from the time I was what uh eleven or twelve, around two thousand one when they drafted him out of out of Atec. Got it. And I still. So I, but that's how I was with the New England Patriots, right, guys? Like, so I've been a New England Patriots fan. I grew up in Dudley, Mass., which is right outside of Foxborough. It's like a little small town, if anybody knows or anybody's um, listening to this podcast. You're from there. You know, it's awesome. But I remember when, like, Gillette Stadium, like, you could go to games and there was shit. Like, it was so cheap. Like, tickets were ridiculously cheap. Yeah, they, they haven't been shit since you were, like, seven yeah, so like <laughs> even then yeah. they went to a Super Bowl in the nineties too. So, well, that's what I'm saying. Um, and the craziest thing was was that um, when Tom Brady won his, the first Super Bowl, dude, you should have saw like how crazy it was there. Like the housing market was going up. Um, obviously, just tickets were going up. Like everybody seemed like they wanted to be moving to Boston, or just like that part of Massachusetts. It's it's one of those things people get slaved to the moment. Like, like yeah, it sucks <laughs> right now, but it's not always gonna suck. Yeah, and, absolutely. No, I like, mean, and Brad. Like honestly, like I we had I didn't live through it, but but I was very like a young age. I was like age like zero to like seven when I lived there, um, or eight. So I got to saw pretty cool teams like the Celtics. Um, they were thriving back then, um, like really well. Um, and then, the, like on my way out, that's when the big three came. You know, Ron Nogernat and yeah. um, uh, what's his name? Why am I Paul Pierce? Paul Pierce, thank you. Um, Ray Allen. Yeah, Ray Allen. Yeah, those guys. They came, <laughs> and then it just skyrocketed the house. So yeah. as soon as like. My dad was like, all right, it's time to fucking move. There's no sense of us staying here when I could get all this liquidated cash and move down south to, down to um, Atlanta. And um, I was like, cool. I guess that's my new home now. So we moved to Atlanta. Not going to lie, I, pull, I pulled for the Celtics a little bit back then, too. I, was big, I mean, dude, it was, I love it was me some a, Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett was a beast, I love me some Kevin Garnett. He was awesome. And he was just so... He was just so um, easy to talk to, like, from what I was told. Like, I never met the guy, but he wasn't, like, a dickhead or anything like that. Like, if you saw Kevin Garnett out in the streets of Boston, like, people always told my dad, like, he's just, like, such a nice, friendly guy. Um, Paul Pierce, on the other hand, was very arrogant, very cocky. Um, shit, himself. Allen, shit himself in the final. Okay. Yeah, right. Ray, Ray Allen didn't talk that much. He was just like a quiet old head. Mm-hmm. Same with Rondo. He said Rondo was like an old soul. Um, so the TD Garden, so my dad and my dad's best friend had uh, season tickets. Um, and uh, when the old TD, the old Garden uh, got, you know, the one with Bird and Bill Russell and all of them got demolished, um, they built the new TD garden in the exact same spot, like literally like next, like a parking lot over. Um, and 
I remember like when we went to those games, like my dad didn't have floor seats or anything like that. Like they were, you know, second level, um, right above the, right above like where like, you know, like the scores, like where you could look up and see the scores around the, you know, the stadium and stuff. Um, right there. It was just like crazy. Cause I remember like all these teams just sucking butt. And then next thing you know, like, for some odd reason, the Patriots start doing well. Um, the Celtics, amazing. Um, the Bruins have always been pretty good, so nothing really. And then the Red Sox, they were all winning championships during that time. So, like, when I was telling people when I moved down south, you know, obviously I still had a little bit of a Boston accent then. Uh, but when I moved down south to Atlanta, and people were like, oh, what's your team? You know, who do you pull for? And I'm like, oh, the Patriots. They're like, oh, you're uh, you're a bandwagon fan. I'm like, bandwagon? I, I never even heard of what a bandwagon fan was. They're like, yeah, you're a bandwagon fan. You only like them since you were good. And I was like, no. I mean, I grew up there. That's where I was born. Um, And my parents just had my little sister before we left. So I was like, no, we're from there, dude. So I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So you need to, you need to go back and chill out and go get your facts, and then people just always like every time when I tell them about, so so sometimes I wouldn't even fucking tell them my sports teams because mm. I'm like dude I just don't want to deal with this shit I don't want to deal with the whole entire like oh he's a bandwagon fan he's a bandwagon fan he's a bandwagon fan I'm like no I'm not like that's just where I'm from you know what I mean I feel you bro. I mean, you but it, you didn't want to become a bandwagoner, but you you ended up being one. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the poor Red Sox need you back. Because when I first when I first met you, you were a Red Sox fan. You were a Patriots fan. You were a Duke fan. And. Uh, basketball, I don't, I don't really think you really claimed a team. I didn't have a team. Yeah, I didn't. I never really claimed a team myself. I still haven't. But the only reason why is because, like, I, I just love the game of basketball. Like, honestly, if I could pick a sport between basketball and football, which one would it be? It would be basketball any day. Because as a kid growing up, like, I'm too short. I never could play basketball ever. Yeah, like I'm, I suck at it. Like that's yeah, one sport that I'm horrible at. Yeah, I'm white as shit, and I'll go destroy you on a basketball court right now. Probably, probably, <laughs> probably, hundred percent. Like I can't dribble. Like hand-eye coordination is not good there. Um, it's just not one of those sports that I'm actually like decent at. I wish I was like one of those like athletic guys that could just pick up any sport and just be like good at it. Like, semi-decent to where, like, you're like, all right, this guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, I'm like that to an extent. I can pick up anything and be pretty good at it. We play That's plenty, what I'm saying. Me and you have played plenty of black backyard football games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are fun. Those are yeah. fun. God, those are fun. I miss doing that shit. I don't. I couldn't do it now. Oh, now, now. <laughs> oh, God, dude. If, if, I, if I even stepped the wrong way, Michael's gone. <laughs> like. I don't My have, ankles are like jello. I don't have knee cartilage anymore, so <laughs> it'd be it'd be a rough time. That's what I'm saying. Like it's but just I, like 
to to get back to that earlier point about switching teams. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry guys, we're going on a tangent. By the way, it's it's okay. It, it was it was warranted, I guess. Um, but it was like it was it was like a tangent for my like personal childhood. Just like thinking this is like <laughs> you're yeah. being a psychiatrist and letting me talk. And that, that's another thing too. Like at least growing up, you had a nearby team, and yeah, like because living in North Carolina, the Panthers weren't always here. Yeah, that's true. Like most of my family, besides my dad, were Redskins fans, mm-hmm. Washington football team fans, whatever. Um. But like, I wanted to branch out on my own, and being being the only state fan in the family, my dad was a state fan. Everybody else was Carolina fans. The red and black aesthetic, and then when I saw Vic, it was just, it was over. It was a done deal. And the Braves just being on TBS, you know, they were on TV every night, so that's why a lot of people are Braves fans. Yeah, and you can yeah. you can ask my uncle. He would he, I'd sit I'd sit and watch games with him and my grandma when I was like four and five years old and he, he would ask me who that is. And I'd say, that's, that's Ronnie Gant. That's Otis Nixon. And I'd, I'd name, be able to name the lineup when I was four and five years old. Craig Maddox. That's, Look, that's there's, Smoltz. There's Steve Avery. There's Smoltz. There's and, Chipper Jones. There's Andrew Jones. There's, yeah. I mean, I get it. Like when I'm into Atlanta, it's so weird because Atlanta's like huge. Like, yeah. It's like New York down south. So, like, to your point, like, I was, like, on the tail end of Vic when I moved, like, when he was getting in trouble with all that dog fighting and stuff. So, I didn't get really get a chance to, like, yeah, see that him was, that, that was right stuff. as we were going to college. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that was, like, yeah, senior year, graduated senior year, going to college, yeah. Um. So I mean I got a glimpse of him. Um but I don't know. It was just tough point for Atlanta teams. You know what I mean? It's, it still is. You know, um, and and I and, and I used to I used to be a Braves fan living there cuz I love the Braves. I named my dog after Chipper Jones. Um, cuz he was just an iconic baseball player to me. <laughs> Um, my dog is named Klesko, after oh, Ryan, so, after Ryan Klesko. Yeah, so I mean, like, but it just didn't feel right. You know what I mean? Like cheering for that team, it just didn't sit right. Like when I cheered for the Red Sox, it sat right because like that was the team that like my city, my town, my you know that's where I grew up. Yeah, um, I think that's why I have such an attachment to state because I didn't go to state or anything, but I pulled for them harder than I do the Falcons at the same level as the Braves you brought up a good point Brad you brought up a good point you pulled it for them harder because the reason why um like the only team that I felt accepted toward cheering for in, when I lived in Georgia for that small time from age like 14, 15 to, you know, 16, 17, going into college, mm-hmm. um, was UGA. Because in Boston and up north, you know. No college football. Exactly. Like, 
Yeah, BC. But yeah, and they're they've been good through history. Relatively, you know. Relative, yeah, Heisman Trophy winner. What you mean? Oh, well, Matt Ryan. I was about to say he was there. Oh, I was talking about Doug, I was talking about Doug Flutie, but. Oh okay, but Matt Ryan was there when I was there, living there. Yeah. Around that time. Uh, a little bit after, but. Yeah, well, like tail end. So it just fucking sucks, dude. Because I always caught like the tail end of teams when they were good. Yeah. And then I would leave. <laughs> Um, that's that's one of those things too you feel like matt ryan's old as hell but he's only like four years older than us right which is crazy right but he's just been in the league for just so so long yeah um so yeah so georgia was like the team that because like i would go to all these tailgates um go to all these like college parties because i had a cousin that went there um so i I actually really got to experience you know the full college um experience my cousin was in a fraternity um i was like man i love this school and i was actually gonna go but my mom was like and she sat me down and never get this it was her and my dad at the dinner table all, all my other siblings were like upstairs getting ready for bed and they're like we know you want to go to college but um you're not going to georgia and i was like what why i was like i can get a hope scholarship like i was a pretty decent you know kid you know not the smartest but i applied myself um you're like yeah you're not going to do it i was like why it's like too much partying it wouldn't be good for you i was like are you kidding me you're just doing that just because my cousin like was a drug and was in a fraternity like i was like who's to say i would even do that route um and i guess looking back on it now um, now that my mom teaches at the University of South Carolina, <laughs> like she's like, I really wish you would have gone like to a bigger school. So you're telling me I almost, I almost dodged the bullet of meeting you. Pretty much, yeah. Damn. If I go back in yeah. time, man. Damn, that's at, fucked up. You'd be at Georgia in a heartbeat. <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> that's fucked up. Yeah, no, but uh, I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad I did my journey. You know. I did a I did a college tour of uh, five years, and, and I was <laughs> and, and no cab. If I could if I could go back, I wouldn't have been at Campbell either. So oh yeah, absolutely, dude. Dude, for that one year that I, I'm still paying for Campbell, I could have got a whole four year degree at ECU. Absolutely, hell yeah, Campbell. So I'm dealing with that right now, paying for fucking tuition, Campbell, for my spouse with my spouse. Yeah, you got it double. Yeah, so it's not fun at all, but it is what it is, you know. Luckily, my wife is smart as shit, and she got her older, <laughs> right. she had scholarships to camp to Carolina. Yeah, so you got you got it made. No debt. <laughs> yeah, you got lucky, man. I didn't. Um, she did. Not me. Oh, yeah. I'm still, yeah, pay, mean, I'm still paying for Campbell. Remember? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but no, so... Like and that brings me out to my to my another point about this fan stuff, guys. Like I said, sorry, it's a funeral podcast. <laughs> um, how can you determine who is a loyal fan? I don't think that's that's not for me to decide. You know, but who like, decides it? Who decides it? Who decides? I mean, it's, be it. It's, be it being a loyal fan because like here hold on, hold on, before you go let me say this right all right 
So is it like people of that team that get to get to decide who, you know what I'm saying, becomes a loyal fan? Uh, the way I see it, like, you have to look, you have to pe- take research on somebody over the years. Like, you can't tell if somebody's a loyal fan or whatever with two or three years worth of research. Because yeah. if you meet somebody and they say, hey, I'm a, what's a team that's been good? If I'm an Astros fan or a Dodgers fan, because they've been really mm-hmm. good for the last three, four, five years. And then like, okay, well, they could be they could be a long time fan, mm-hmm. but then two years from now, say, say the Astros, which is a smaller market team, they can't afford to keep Altuve or Springer, and they go off the deep end and they start playing real bad. Like, there's are, they, are you still an Astros fan? Oh no, man, I'm a Yankees fan now. There's your point. Like that, it prove it, it'll find its level, you know. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like it's just it just it's it's hard being a fan of those smaller market teams because like Atlanta they ain't got quite the money that the Dodgers and the Yankees and those teams can spend. Like you look at you look at the the payrolls of the two teams in the World Series, the Rays did it right, man. Like yeah. the, the amount of money that the Dodgers spent on Kershaw and Mookie Betts combined oh, is, God, is more. Stupid. It's more it's than the entire stupid. Tampa Bay Rays organization. Stupid. Absolutely insane. That is insanity. No seriously. Like no, what, no what, what, those what, two what, guys. What, go when, ahead. I, when I when I saw what they paid for Mookie Betts, I was like, "What the actual." The, Fuck. The, those two guys made a combined $27 million this year. Right. The entire Rays organization was $26 million. And didn't they get all those players from, like, the farm system, too? Oh, the Rays is, all, is mostly homegrown. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they got, a, they got a couple of free agents, but they're mostly... The free agents they do get are, like, the, the kind of had a big year, struggled the next year... And they have bounce back seasons with the Rays. They've done that for a while, but the Rays are really good at development and taking advantage when advantages are there to be had. So, but what would you say about my question that I asked you? Which was? Who determines? Oh, you gotta look at it over time. You know, like I said, like somebody can be, uh, but, 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 but like my journey, right? My journey, right? So my journey was everything, Boston moved to Atlanta, became a Georgia fan because I fell in love with the team. Cause they, like I said, I felt like they accepted me as being a, like a person. Except for those um, couple, couple of years you were a Florida fan. Dude, that was because of Tim Tebow. I was a fan of Tim Tebow. Okay. The, Tim Tebow. And, Just and, like my dad's a fan of Tom Brady, I yeah, was but, a fan of Tim Tebow. Yeah, but he didn't just jump to your biggest rival. But anybody that was at Georgia at that time loved Tim Tebow. No, I can no. That's not a, that's not a thing. Yes, it is. That's not I know a thing. Pe- I, I, I know people. I know people for a fact that will be like, 
I don't hate I don't hate the guy. You know a lot of fake ass Georgia fans. Okay. Because I'm gonna tell okay. you one thing. I'm gonna tell you one thing. Like, mm-hmm. you can say all you want about Tyler Hansborough. When he was in college, fuck that guy. I hated him. Once he I mean, got yeah, once true. he got to the league, good. I, I hope you do good. When he was at Carolina, fuck him. Same same deal with uh, Felton, with Ty Lawson, uh, with Rashad McCants, Sean May, all those guys on those good Carolina teams. Tyler Zeller, Marcus Page, Harrison Barnes, all them guys. And they're Carolina. I hated their guts. But now, yeah, I pull for them. They're, I mean, they're not at Carolina anymore. Like I, I guess as a as you as a Georgia fan, you can say now that Tebow's cool. But when he's at school, no. Hell no. I ain't pulling for you. You're the enemy. Yeah, but it was cool to also see him and Sam Bradford kind of battle it out. Not going to lie. Yeah, but I ain't going to pull for the man. I know, but dude, like. You think I, you, you think it didn't make, bring, me, bring me any happiness to see Carolina lose to Florida State Saturday night? I loved it. I bet you did. Loved every second of it. Because <laughs> every I, single person that you're watching it with was probably. I was like, watching oh, it with. Yeah. I was watching it with a with a nine month old. Oh, um, never but, mind. <laughs> I thought um, you were watching it with your wife and her family. <laughs> uh, they, she was working. Because I, um, I was about I was about to say like, yeah, that would have probably not been fun. But oh, I they mean, know, what, they know me. I I am I'm a stickler for for my team. I, I draw that line in the sand. Like really, I, I stand up for for my teams even when they're terrible. I mean, like, yeah, and so, so do I. I mean. Am I, it's like that 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 office meme, the Michael Scott meme. I am ready to be hurt again. Yeah. And no, I agree with you. It is what it is. Like, do I do I want State to win Saturday against Carolina? Absolutely. Do I think they are? Hell no. I don't think they have a snowbird chance, a snowball's chance in hell. But I'm gonna be there every step of the way. I'm gonna be pulling just as hard as if they were playing Duke or Clemson or Georgia Tech or whoever it may be. But the hope is still there, even with Bailey yeah. Hawkman as your quarterback. No, I agree with you. It's just, I don't know, man. I'm just that sports is tough. Even the Patriots, they lost this week. They lost yeah, against they lost against the Broncos. Like it seems like Cam couldn't get over the hump against the Broncos even again. Well, he and did. The Broncos weren't weren't even the same. He is just getting over COVID. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, cut him some slack. Don't be don't be obsessed with game to game. Take the whole season as a as a. Don't look at it in in small terms. Think of it in big terms. Well, like, I guess that's why if, like Bill Belichick wasn't like so like flustered after the game after his press. No, he never gets like, flustered. But like, if the Patriots go eleven and five. And they are the wild card. Like, are you going to care about their week six loss to the Broncos? No. no. But no. it's just so funny, like, how the analysts just, like, like to just, like, always stir something up. Well, that's, you know that's, I mean? their, that's their job. The media is. But, the but it's, like, it's like, oh, well, he can't ever beat the Broncos. But they also, like, like you said, he got over COVID. Bradley Chubb was playing out of his mind. He's a stud. I love, I love Chubb. Even though, like, even though, like, um, Drew Locke wasn't playing that good, and like McManus, their kicker, was literally giving them the whole entire points the whole entire night. The shout out to y'all if y'all had him on your fantasy team. 
God bless. Yeah, jo- that was insane. That's that's one you always talk about Georgia getting the Georgia recruits. Mm-hmm. State state got that one. They went down there and got that one. Really? Bradley Chubb's from Georgia. Yeah, that's true. Uh, his Which is crazy. Nick, Nick Chubb is his cousin. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I knew it was the whole entire Chubb, Chubb deal. Like, yeah, he's – he's that's him. That's Bradley but Chubb. I, I didn't know that was, like, his cousin, though. Yeah. Actually, Bradley Chubb's older brother, Brandon, played at Wake Forest. He was a linebacker at Wake Forest. Did he play in the league? Uh, he was a special teamer, I think, for the Giants for a couple of years. But yeah, no, no. he he obviously he obviously won his brother, his yeah, brother's absolutely. special. Brad, Bradley's oh, he's special. Bradley Bradley's a beast. Good God, and he also shares the same first name as you. So yeah, that's nice. That's always nice. Yeah, and he actually goes by it instead of B Red. I don't go by B Red. I have like three people call me B Red. Well, and you know what I mean. So Brad, so I'm just. I'm just still trying to figure out this fan stuff, man. Like, it's just been stressing me. Because, like, so the only reason why I said it's been stressing me is because, and, I, and I'm sorry, guys, for keeping jumping back to this point, but y'all got to understand, right? My dad and I love cheering for the Patriots, right? And then my dad got hooked on Tom Brady. And... Since he got hooked on Tom Brady, he ended up leaving the team that he lived in the same city for and ended up cheering for and invested in a lot of money for season tickets and all this other stuff to then go to Tampa Bay and become a Buccaneers fan because Tom Brady's there. It's one of those things like when Vic well, went, I, when Vic went to the Eagles, mm-hmm. I still, I still pull for Vic. That mean I'm an Eagles fan. But how can you? How can you become a fan of a player in the NFL? Like I can understand for like the NBA. Oh no, it's easy, easy, super easy. How many do you think there are any Charger fans out there that are pulling for the Colts right now? No, maybe yeah. Well, no, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some guys you get like if the Falcons were to trade Julio tomorrow to the Cowboys, do you think I wouldn't want Julio Jones to do good for the Cowboys, even though I can't stand him? True. I mean, that's the same with the Panthers fans being a Patriots fan. That's different. That's different. I don't know a single Panthers fan that went to be a Patriots fan. I think they got so they're so they were so over Cam Newton, which I don't know why. I'm 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 diehard Cam Newton fan, even though I hate the Panthers. I love Cam Newton. Yeah, he's but, been balling this year, except for that one their, game. Their fan base, their fan base, just soured on him. They turned. You on think? Him. Do you think? Do you think their fan base got him out of Carolina? Um, I think it was a couple years. The injuries really. If they would have kept Ron Rivera around, I can see them keeping Cam around. But when they put when the team was bad without Cam and the blame got placed on Ron Rivera, that was the last straw for him. Do you think Cam did that? Oh or yeah. Do you think he would, or do you think he was always going to be there? Oh yeah. You you know how it is. New coach comes in, they want to start over and they want to run things their way. Mm-hmm. And I guess. 
Oh, uh, what's his face? Can't think of his name. Guy came from Baylor, their new head coach. Oh, Matt Rule. Yeah, Matt Rule. He just wanted to do things his way, and I don't think Cam was in the discussion really for him. Yeah, I see that. Which Teddy Bridgewater's done really good for them. Oh, he's very good. Yeah. Two glove. I call him two glove. Teddy I'm, two I'm, glove. I'm proud of Teddy Bridgewater. He's overcome a lot. Oh, yeah. Ever since he left Minnesota, I feel like that was like a horrible spot for him. Well, that, that knee injury he had was devastating. Yeah. Yeah, but. And to come from back, come back from that and play as, as a high level, that's mm-hmm. big. Yeah, no, 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 no. You're right. You're right. Um, now, I want to ask you about, like, NBA, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have to be a fan of the NBA team in order to to, to um, enjoy, I guess, the, the season, the games? Absolutely not. Or could you be, or could you be a fan of the players? And Absolutely not. That? I'm not. I'm not. I, I don't really have a, a team, an NBA team. I've never had an NBA team. Like, mm-hmm. if you talk to any of my family, when it wasn't the Braves or State when I was little, I loved Michael Jordan. Apparently, I don't. I have any recollection of that. But I mm-hmm. think that that's where it started was me being a fan of him, not so much the Bulls. But um, and as I got older, like Allen Iverson was one that. I fell in love with him. Tracy McGrady. I guess any, and that goes to the Vic thing too. Anybody that just, you see them in their field of play and they just wow you. I guess I, I, I'm, I'm easy to fall in love with. Mm-hmm. That's why I've, I've started following the Hawks a little bit because Trey Young's like that. Mm-hmm. Like the things, the things he does, which he just emulates Steph Curry, but the guys like that. To just do unreal things. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you, man. Because um, I, I used, like I said, I used to be a Celtics fan. Um, then I just started stop cheering for for a team. Like yeah. I don't know why. I think it was because of all these damn super teams that are coming. Like you mm. know, with with the Miami. I don't like LeBron. that. I don't like that term. Because teams have always done this ever since free agency was a thing. Yeah, that's true. Like, you, you, do you consider Kevin McHale and Larry Bird and Robert Parrish and the Celtics back in the day as a super team? No. I just thought that they just drafted well. Oh, they, they, so. they, they built a super team. Like, do you think. Uh, no. Do you think Jordan talking Rodman into coming on and them drafting Pippen and. Bringing in the guys they brought in that didn't create a super team, but see, I don't feel like the super team started then. I feel like the super team started with the Spurs. Su- super teams like, have always been a thing. The Spurs, like the Spurs the, drafted all their guys. They didn't sign any of them. I mean, yeah, that's true. But they, they were the drafted. One, they drafted they the Tony first. Parker. They drafted Mount Ginobili. They drafted Tim Duncan. They drafted David Robinson. But they were the first big three, though. Uh, they were more than just a big three. I, I, I would I would include Bruce Bowen in that too. Bruce oh, Bowen was yeah, very Bruce Bowen was insanely good, yeah. Yep. But like yeah, you right. like you think that the Suns back in the nineties with Dan Marley and bringing in Chris uh bringing in Charles Barkley, 
that wasn't them trying to win championships. Like the goal, I mean, obviously, the goal at the end of the day, Jordan. the goal at the end of the day is to win championships. So I don't understand why people dog teams for trying to win championships. Like you I can, you can say. So, right, let me let me ask you this. I'm glad you brought that up. So let me ask you this, right? So, if LeBron gets like a Bradley Bill next year, or like, hmm, like if he gets something like that, mm-hmm. and formally it's a big three, do you think that's unfair to teams? No, any other team could do it. Why is that unfair? Like, if the if you if you draft a guy and then sign a couple guys to go with him. Was the was the Heat getting, um, when they when they brought in LeBron with with Wade and they brought in Bosh, was that unfair with Ray, bringing in Ray Allen, like guys, those older guys like JaVale McGee and like Rajon Rondo and like Dwight Howard are gonna play mm-hmm. for play with LeBron and play with teams that can give them a championship, get a chance at a championship, for a lot less. Is it unfair? Yes. Is it cheating and outside of the rules? No. I can mm-hmm. see where you can see is it unfair because other teams wouldn't have had a chance to sign those guys. Mm-hmm. But let's be real. Dwight Howard played for the Hornets last year. How how many rings did they win? Like he's got to be in, he's got to be in the right spot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and he, he I feel like he feels comfortable with LeBron. I feel like he just didn't feel comfortable with those teams cuz he, he always felt like the old he, guy. He know? got a, he got a bad rap his whole career. Like man's a Hall of Famer. Dwight Howard is going to the Hall of Fame. He's, yeah, a, multi- he's, a, he's a multiple-time defensive player of the year. Like he was, mm-hmm. he was elite. He took the he took the Magic to the finals. I know it's the yeah, Eastern sure. Conference back then, but he took the Magic to the finals. I mean, I, I agree with you. I feel like I feel like he would get them to the um, Hall of Fame. I really do. I feel like you're right about that. I, I I will agree with you, but my thing is like with Dwight, like his problem as he got older, I just feel like a lot of guys didn't like how do I put this nicely? Respect him. I can see that. You know what I mean? Because if they respected him, then he would have stayed with Team Vaughn instead of bouncing around to these bigger mm-hmm. deals. I feel like the Lakers are going to resign him. Obviously, that's a good pickup. Um, him and Javel, I feel like they would resign him to like two more years, and then that's it. I'd want LeBron and them leave. I feel like I don't know if you heard this or not, but AD's actually opted opted out of his one year deal and trying to resign to like a longer term deal. Yeah, that's the the thing there, and we're gonna see if my prediction bodes true or not. Why don't you say it? Because I don't feel like the listeners remember. I still say Anthony Davis is going to the Bulls. He's from Chicago. They got the money to spend. They got a lot of good young talent. And a high draft mm-hmm. pick that can help him. Mm-hmm. Pair him up with Zach Levine, Laurie Markkinen, Kobe White. Maybe a LaMelo Ball. Yeah, no. Could be, could I, be think, I, think, I think that'll be fine. I can see that happening. Um, Wendell, Wendell Carter, I forgot to mention him. Bulls, the Bulls could go from bad to very good very fast. You also say Zach Levine in there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, no, I agree with you. 
That's um, just a that's just a inference. If they get like a really good like shooting guard, I mean, but it's crazy though. Anthony Davis can like shoot three, can do a lot of pick and rolls. Um, the NBA is evolving; it's changing. Well, that's that's the it's, thing about this. I was gonna say about Dwight Howard. I feel like he's the last of an era. Like he's the last true center. Clint Capella. Clint Capella can fall in that category too, but. I wouldn't consider Capella elite. Um, oh, I mean, I I feel like Atlanta can make him elite though. Well, I mean, it's not him. He he's just a piece. Um, but you Dwight, don't feel like Atlanta, you don't feel like Atlanta can make him elite though. Well, I mean, is he making Atlanta elite or is it Atlanta making him elite? That's what I'm saying. Mm. Atlanta Atlanta's on the upswing. The Hawks are, but. I got somebody else trying to call me on Discord. <laughs> I was going to say, we're about to have some tough, technical difficulties, guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, was, what was I saying? We're talking about Clint Capella and how you said that Atlanta was making him great and he was just riding. Oh, like, I, I, don't, I don't know that Atlanta's making him great. They're, they're on the rise for sure, but, like, is he going to be a piece to them being great or is he going to be the team, the one that puts them over the top? Hmm. Like... That team right now is ride or die with Trey Young, mm-hmm. and to a lesser extent, where the younger guys are going after him, the DeAndre Hunters and Cam Reddishes and uh, Kevin Herters of the world. Mm-hmm. But I will see. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I was just curious. I mean, because like you look at it now, like look at the 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 players you consider centers in the league right now. Like mm-hmm. the best ones are Joel Embiid, and he he brings the ball up the court. Like he's he runs point center. Mm-hmm. Like he's not doing he's not going down to the block like Shaq used to and calling for the ball yeah. and backing Which people is down. Crazy, like which is absolutely crazy. There's another point guard that I saw do that. Uh, I mean, point center that did that, and I can't think of his name. And I was like, why I mean, is that's this guy? That's essentially what Ben Simmons is. A point center. Yeah, he's a, a, a he's a point forward. He's a power forward, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're I see what you're saying. No, but um, who was that guy? Jokic. Yeah, he Jokic. Yeah, he can bring up the ball like a like a true point guard. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Oh yeah. Which is crazy, and like. You know what's crazy about it too? Like Denver actually really feeds off him, like they really do. Mm-hmm. Like they 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 need him to basically, you know, go up, dribble up through the point, slow the game down, and then Jamal Murray like swings around to like from baseline where the goal is, like all the way around to the three point line to the top of key, and that's how he shoots his threes and gets open because not really many people can like compete against him and get up there. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. So, Brad, do you have any closing remarks or any thoughts before we wrap up this podcast? Uh, not really. I just felt like we needed to get a lot of sadness out, you know? And This, especially... this is good, man. This is very good. good. I'm not going to lie. I feel a little bit better. It's good. It's good. Ther- <laughs> it's good therapy. Yeah, and guys, like, you know, we're not trying to be Demi Downers here. 
Um, there's obviously a lot of teams that people cheer for that have been sucking for a very long time. Um, so, I mean, we're not asking you to feel sorry for us. Uh, Absolutely we just want to talk. We just want to talk to you and share what what I guess is going on um, in our in our in our fandom lives. If that makes sense. Plus, we had to record early because Drews are going to have a kid in the next two or three days. So. Yeah, guys, I'm about to be a dad of two girls. So yeah, there's that for you. <laughs> so that's the reason why we are not doing it on Wednesday instead of a Monday. Yeah, but, and it's, it's going to be touch and go the next couple of weeks. We may have to maybe surprise Saturday podcast and surprise no, Tuesday. No, I, I'm a value member of this podcast, and we're going to stick to whichever day we record, okay? Oh, you say that, but just wait until until Anlin needs something done, and then Emma's got the baby, and then you have to deal with that. I mean, just yeah, wait. that's true. Just wait. They ain't but two of y'all. Y'all, be, y'all about to be outnumbered. That's true, but it's not going to happen, guys. You can shit in one hand and wish in the other and see which fills up first. But, Brad, I could be a superhero like you and take care of, you know, two kids just like you can take care of one while Candace is at work. What you mean? This is easy, bro. This is child games. So I'm saying. I, I, just, need to, I just need to be on your level if you get my drift. Nah. And I feel like we'll be all right. Well, that's it for the final thoughts with Drew and Brad. Guys, okay. I hope you enjoy, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Um again, um we are not sorry uh for it going early because this gives y'all, you know, a little bit more time to listen to us. <laughs> um, you know, and and and, and enjoy us. Yeah, well, make sure to make sure to follow the Instagram, check out the YouTube Drop a follow on Spotify wherever you listen to it. Listen yeah, guys. To the podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, guys. Seriously, follow us on Instagram if you have uh, uh, Instagram. Uh, we we provide good content. We get breaking news. You know, we interact with our fans. Uh, so yeah, follow us on Instagram. Yeah. If you don't, we we might uh, go on more social media platforms in the near future, like a like a Facebook page or a. Or, or, well, I don't really do Facebook, but we could do like a Twitter or something yeah, who like does, that. Who does Facebook? Yeah, not, no, not yeah. me. Oh. The yeah. only reason why I have it is because, like, I get to tell people that I'm married to my wife, and that's, that's pretty much it. It reminds me of birthdays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's birthdays. Right. Yeah, birthdays are key because, like, you don't want to <laughs> forget those. <Yeah. laughs> Forgot about that. Well, Brad, do you have any closing yeah. remarks um, before? Make, make Before sure, we go, make sure to follow the Instagram, follow the everything, follow Drew on Instagram. Yeah, uh, and follow, follow, follow Brad on Instagram. You can follow me at Captain New Jack on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, all the good stuff. Yeah, guys, if you yeah. like Pokemon, go give him a shout out. He, yeah, that's he, my he, thing. He, he's a big, huge Pokemon guy. That's, that's um, my thing. Well, then, all right. This is a Drew and Brad podcast, guys. Uh, two guys that talk sports. Right. We're signing off. Yeah, I'm t- Drew. I'm Brad. Take it easy. Peace out, guys. Signing off.